This is episode 16 of Extraordinary Women Radio. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. I am your host, Cami Gill. Women are being called to live with voice, vitality, and vigor. Each month, join me for wisdom-filled interviews with extraordinary women living out loud and making a difference in our world. Their stories will uplift, inspire, and spark your own purpose-driven journey. Hello, my extraordinary women friends. I'm just back from vacation. What a beautiful place North Carolina is. I have North Carolina etched upon my mind. The, the green, the flowers, the good family time. It was really a beautiful trip. And today is my first full day back, and I'm digging into the planning of some of my fall events. I'm starting to outline the plan for Extraordinary Women Ignite 2018, which will be held in Golden, Colorado on November 2nd. Now, Ignite is a full day dedicated to making your 2018 the best year ever. It's about lighting up the spark in your life and in your business. This is the third year I've hosted this event, and I have so many clients who have made huge changes in their life by launching into their what's next, that the seeds that were planted at this event. It's so cool to see what happens. And so many of the attendees who have been there in the past say it's an event that they won't miss. They have it marked on their calendar already, and I recommend you put that on your calendar as well. I've got more details to be coming on this later in August, but I want you to get it on your calendar now. It's November 2nd in Golden, Colorado, and it's a great way to plant the seeds of making 2018 and beyond your fabulous next, what's next in your life. And then I'm also working on my next Extraordinary Women Connect Gala, which is held in Denver on September 19th. Registration for this has opened up and it's the information is available on my website. This is an event that I do just three times a year and it's all about connecting great women together with great women and it, doing so in a way that's meaningful story where they're sharing, they're really connecting at a heart, heartfelt level. I love this event. And today's guest, Carrie Fell, actually hosted the original series of these events in her gallery for the first few years that I did them. So she'll tell you a little bit more about it as we, as we close out because she actually helped me conceptualize some of the, the ways that we do this. And, and I think it's because we have this, we share this love for creating community and connection in a way that is really, really meaningful. So today, I'm thrilled to have the internationally renowned artist, Carrie Fell, who also happens to be one of my own very favorite artists, join us on Extraordinary Women Radio. So first, I want to start with the story of how I even got connected to Carrie. So when I bought my house in 2002, there was this piece of artwork hanging on the bedroom wall that I fell in love with. And I always kicked myself for not negotiating into the contract that that piece of artwork would come with the house. I didn't do it, um, but I did know that the artist was Carrie Fell. And then fast forward several years later where I was sitting at um, a table with my to be future-to-be husband, my current husband, Tim, and we were um, meeting with the chef for our wedding reception. And he was serving up all this deliciousness. His name is Richard Bailey, and he was serving us all this, the, the tastings to pick out what we wanted to have for in our wedding. And as he was doing this, in walked a woman, and her name, as he introduced us, was Carrie Fell. And I said, Richard, you mean Carrie Fell, like the artist? And he says, yes. And so that's where Carrie and I first got to meet each other. And um, we instantly loved one another and have become friends over the years and gotten to know each other very well. So let me tell you a little bit about Carrie's artwork and what I love so much about it. Carrie's artwork depicts the traditional icons of Western landscape. So it's a lot of horses. It's a lot of cows, it's, it's cowboys, it's cowgirls, it's all this wonderful, wonderful Western imagery that comes forward. But she does it in a way that's modern. And she uses vibrant colors and fluid forms. Her work is so free-spirited. You can feel the energy of it. And it's, yet it's, it's sophisticated and fresh. And I like to say that it appeals to the maverick within each of us, and certainly within me. 
Her work is the new West. Her work is the West as a state of mind, a place of change with an attitude of boldness. So you can see why she belongs here on Extraordinary Women Radio. And her work has been recognized at a, at in a beautiful way. Um, she, her work has been acquired to be part of the permanent collection of the Booth Western Art Museum in Cartersville, Georgia, and the Desert Caballeros Western Museum in Wickenburg. And in 2015, Carrie was selected, it was so cool, as the official artist for the FIS Downhill Alpine World Ski Championships held here in Colorado. She, her artwork was on the side of buses. It was in all of the, the imagery for, that, was, that was marketing the championships. It was just everywhere around town. And she had just this epic display that was created at the base of Beaver Creek, Colorado, that was just so amazing to see. And I was so proud of Carrie that the, the, world, the global recognition she got for that work. So her work is, has been shared around the world. And I'm very thankful to say Grace has several walls in my own home. So I am thrilled to, to introduce you today to Carrie Fell. Let's meet Carrie. Well, Carrie, I'm thrilled to have you with us today. Welcome to Extraordinary Women Radio. Thank you very much, Cami. It's really great to be here. But as you know, I love, love, love your work. I've got several of your pieces hanging around my house. And you have this beautiful spirit about you and your work. Um, there's the energy, the colors, the flow. Can you talk to us a little bit about the source of your creativity? Where does it come from? The creativity uh, for me comes from many places, actually. Um, I'm a journaler, as you probably already know. Yes. Um, I, I, do, I do write about things that in my life are sometimes in conflict. Um, I think my creativity comes from the conflict or the contrast in life. Mm. Um, and, you know, we, we all have a choice every day to, to take those things that sometimes will rock our boat a little bit. And we can either, you know, follow that downstream or try to go upstream. And I think for me, um, I battle going upstream. You know, I took a fishing class um, early, just once, about a, three weeks back. And, and I felt so, I felt so great, grateful to take this class, even though, you know, it was just a fly fishing class. It was with a girlfriend. It was fun. But I talked about how the fish swim upstream. Right. And they were talking about, well, does that make them lazy or does it make them smart that they would swim upstream because the food would come to them instead of them having to go to the food? And I kept thinking, well, that's usually, you know, how I feel like I, I maneuver through life is I try so hard to swim upstream. And when I, and when I swim, when I decide to not work so hard and I decide to like swim downstream or just take it downstream, that's when the creativity comes. Um, it's, it's the contrast. And, and once I recognize that it's, that it's there and I, and I don't fight it so much and I let it go, that's when I, that's when I'm finding the ease and the flow of things. Oh, I like this. And I like the, the contrast between the two, the upstream and the downstream and mm -hmm. knowing that you can't be an all downstream. No, not always. But if you bring the contrast and you start to experience both sides of it, you probably see things from a different perspective. You totally do. And you realize that it is a, it's a lot easier than you thought it was, than you thought it was going to be. Um, you know, being a professional artist or being a professional anything, and you know this as a writer, um, and, and, and in what you do is that, Sometimes it does flow, you know, easy. And sometimes yes. you feel, gosh, am I, am I, <laughs> yes. or is anybody listening to me really? Right. Uh, is what I have to say really valuable or is it just coming from me? And I, and I like to answer that, of course, anytime, anytime anybody expresses themselves creatively and, and, and asks other people to come along, um, I think you're doing a great service. And so but I think we can get we can get tucked in the work a little bit too much, and we dig in, and but that's where that's where the essence is is in the work, and and so for me, it's what I want to say, and and being able to have that space 
to, to say it. And, and it needs to go hand in hand. I have to be thinking about it and I have to be doing it. I can't one or the other. You just can't go in and just paint. I mean, because, oh, you have a great job. You just go into the studio and, and just paint. And there are days when I am in that and I think, gosh, this is pretty great. All I'm doing is just putting pigment on a canvas and I'm moving it around and I'm creating and I'm painting. I mean, I watch the mailman come in and I watch the UPS guy come in. And I watch the Federal Express guy come in and they're seeing me just paint. Right. Like a child. Right. Like, like I was in kindergarten class and these guys <laughs> are hard lifting and I'm painting and I'm thinking, man, I'm really, I'm really lucky. You know, this is really awesome. And then there are the days when the sawhorses have nothing on them. The canvases are all blank white and they're stacked. And they, there's, there gets to be a time when there's not enough place in the studio to stack white canvases. And then, um, then I kind of go into a crazy feeling because it's like, oh no, you know, I have to actually make something happen. The pressure of it is the there. The pressure of making something happen. Right. And making it and making it something that needs to have some kind of intrinsic value to somebody. Um, and so that's where, that's where the hard part is because then I got to think about um, the last show or the last, the last compliment, even the last criticism. Um, this is where, this is where all of the ideas and all the thoughts and all of the, you know, and all the comments manifest and, you know, and, and so this is where this is the work because you have to sort all this stuff out. You have to start to connect the dots and be able Absolutely. to see it and, and see what, do you, do you feel like you're drawn, like there's, um, from the purpose of your work, do you feel like you're being drawn and pulled in different directions and different topics? Totally. I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many things I want to do. And then there's galleries that say, this is what I need from you. And this is, and so, yeah, there's, there's always that. Um, when I, you know, when you're, when I have an opportunity to create something on my own that I, where it's, ha it's handled at my studio and I can, and I can do it. That's fresh. I, I have like, there's no, there's no borders, but mm -hmm. when you are working for other galleries, there's, you know, there's limitations. They, they put, they put some limitations on you. They need certain things. And then it's almost like, you know, you're just a short order cook, you know, they're just giving you a bunch of things and you're going, oh, okay. Um, you know, let me see if I can make that happen. But there's, but there's something to that as well. Um, mm -hmm. they're, they're hearing, they're hearing what other people are saying about my work. There's, they're hearing, um, the compliments or the criticisms and they're just feeding them back to me. Um, unfortunately sometimes it's through a third party but they are feeding them back to me and then I get to you know then I get to say okay maybe this piece didn't didn't resonate the way I wanted it to but now I'm going to take that piece and I'm going to join it with this piece um so it is it's kind of building blocks it's kind of telling stories that way right um, but right. it is but it is some real self deep work it's not just Oh, let me paint cowboys and cowgirls. They have the metaphor for what I do, but there's always an underlying story. Right, right. No, it's it's interesting. I mean, as you're as you're sharing this, I'm even going back to when I was writing my book, Fire Dancer. It was there was all this, you know, there were certain days that things would just flow for me so easily, and then the next day it was like, oh my god, how can I get another word out? And um, then you start get bringing in the feedback from you know, my editor or from someone that I have, have read a section of it. And again, you start dancing in amongst all these different pieces and what, what unfolds is such a, um, an evolution. So I, I really appreciate the upstream downstream vision that you've painted here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I believe in, um, you know, I believe really in a, in a lot of meditation and self-awareness and, you know, and that takes a lot of downtime. And when you have, whether it be family or obligations and husbands and whatever, I mean, they take a lot of time, especially for women. I right. Think. We tend to be caretakers for everybody. And the last person who gets the time is ourselves. Um, so when I have, so when I do have, a little bit of time, 
there's not always that I that I'm making it 100% worthwhile. There's a lot of times I'm wasting it. There's sometimes I just sit and do nothing, you know, but it's it's that time to just charge charge my battery when I really don't have anything to say. Right. And and it's time to just and it's just kind of quiet and not talk and not be anything. And um and that's where I find sometimes the greatest inspiration is when I just sit still and be quiet. Yeah. You know, the, I always say that the pause can be our greatest gift. Sometimes when oh. you get to that place where you think, you know, I just don't know where to take this, that pause gives you space to, to make, right. Yeah. To, 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 to be able to see things from a different perspective. And sometimes I, that pause gives you a little anxiety because it's, like, Oh yeah, totally. You right. You, yeah. You don't know what to do with that pause. And it's like, well, I should be busy. Um, and you're not. And, and so to, to relinquish yourself to it, to let it flow, that's a decision that's, that's a little easier said than done. And when you do it, then you figure that, oh, that was necessary for me. And I don't care how many times you've hit that pause, <laughs> you still have that same tape that plays every single time. And you think you'd learn. That, that it's important, but you have that tape that plays and says, oh, wait a minute, you're, you're wasting time. You're not doing what you're supposed to do, right. all those sorts of things. So I've heard you say that the ebb and flow in life must be greatly respected and that our instantaneous society lacks the impatience for the dreamer and the voyager. You know, I loved that when I read that, when you, when you put that out there. And we live in such a crazy, busy, fast-paced world. How do you maneuver the pace of our world? And why is it so important to find a way to stay in the moment with, you know, that, in that pause on occasion? Oh gosh, um, because in the moment, in that pause, is where the magic is. Yeah, um, we do live in a fast-paced world, and it goes, and it's so fast sometimes that it, it, it kind of feels like it strangles that creativity in me because I think, am I, am I not ahead of the game enough? Am I, am I relevant enough? Um, you know, with the information age just zooming past us. It's it's hard to stay, I think, up to date with everything, and um, and so I think that that's that's what gives me a little bit of anxiety. But what you do with that is, it is being the voyager. It's saying, okay, I'm going, I'm going to go to that unknown place. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over that ridge, and that's what a pioneer does. That's what a voyager does, and you just. You just one step in front of the other and you go for it and you realize that it was scarier on the other side. Um, right. And so, you know, I try, I try to push that. I'm, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent really good at it. I don't think I just, I just choose to go. Well, and I wonder if anyone is really a hundred percent, you know, really good at that. I think everyone has that, that moment of hesitation that, you know, do I go, do I step out there? Do I step to that other side? And, you know, I mean, even as, especially for you as an, as an artist where you are putting your, you know, your visions, your ideas on canvas on such a regular basis for people to, to see and experience that's, that's going out on the edge on, on a very regular basis. Right. Mm-hmm. And how, 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 you know, just, can you even go back to the early days when you first started where that, where you were at this place where you're really, you're, you know, it takes grit to go out and do that. It takes courage to step out as an artist and you're really burying your soul. Can you, can you share a time where you were first stepping out and, and to that other side of sharing it? And what was that like? And how did you move through the, the fear that was probably, probably there, I'm guessing? <laughs> well, it's funny that you say, cause I got this big smile on my face. Cause I'm thinking to myself when I was, you know, 20 years ago, when I first ventured out on this, I had less fear than I do now. Oh. Um, <laughs> I think that was the young woman's, you know, you're just going to go out and throw it out there. I mean, I admire that person very much. You know, mm-hmm. the one that had to, that had to step out there because there was really nothing to lose. I mean, when you're, when you're out there on the edge and you, and you're just, you're just kind of going out there. You feel like, well, I have nothing to lose. I might as well just try this. Right. Some of the best days ever. Um, because I, you know, I, I did just kind of like just step into it. One of the things that I did early on in my career that I, that I continue to do, it, it, although it's, you know, it, the opportunity 
shrinks a little bit, but um, is, and I would put my art in art shows that I would jury for and, um, and I would go, you know, go to the opening, but I'd never want to put my name tag on ever. And I never wanted to be one of the artists in the room. And, but I would hang around my art most of the night. You know, <laughs> like I would add, yeah, like I'm looking at myself a little Who's looking at my work? And look around and I'd look and I'd, and I'd stand with people and they didn't know who I was then. Nobody, no, not that anybody, everybody knows who I am now, but it's just for then it was just, you're a young artist. You're just, you're participating in the show. I might add two or three pieces in the show. And, and I would stand there with them and have conversations with the, them with the art. Um, it was really empowering to do that because I got to hear how people responded to it. And it, mm-hmm. was an, it was an early gauge for me to see if I was on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and I never really did reveal myself. And even today, I mean, I will go into galleries and not want to tell anybody who I am. Um, when I'm at a show now, of course, they promoted me so they people do know who I am. But I mean, as much as I can be, as much as I can sometimes be um, anonymous, I like that because then I can stand back and I can really hear what people really say as opposed to what they think I want to hear. And I don't necessarily, I'm not one of those kind of people that like to hear what they think I want to hear. I really want to hear the truth. Mm -hmm. And and the truth um, sometimes is uncomfortable, but I already know the truth going in. I know when I misstepped a piece. I know when I rushed a piece. I know, um, you know, when maybe there just wasn't the impact that there needed to be or there is. So that's, to me, I liked being young doing this. Now that I'm, you know, now that I'm more mature in this and I'm, you know. You're well known. There's, and there's, there's, there's a, there's a name, right? And yeah, there's right. a more expectation going in. Am I, am I being, you know, am I, am I being too much of a copycat of myself? I mean, there's, there's a lot more, you know, there's a lot more things you throw at yourself um, because you feel that there's an expectation and the expectation of anything, I think kills the dream. Um, Expectation is the worst. I mean, it's like you can plan the greatest vacation ever and it will never be the greatest vacation. The ones that you just don't plan, the ones you just go for, you buy a ticket and then you just go. Those are the ones that are always the most memorable because you've allowed you've allowed the universe, you've allowed life to just kind of take you off and, and do. And I think that that is, you know, that's, that's the joy in anything. Yeah. So I don't know if yeah. I have answered your question. Well, um, you know what I think, what I find really interesting about it, Carrie, is that, you know, it's the point is, is no matter where we get to in our lives and in, in our field of success, there's always this next evolution of us and that inner critic is going to keep showing up for us. Right. I mean, it's like, we need to, that, that, that learning to, to recognize that voice that shows up for us. that tells us that, you know, are we relevant enough? Are we smart enough? Are we, you know, whatever enough, um, all those questions that we throw at ourselves. I think the deeper we get into our career, I think we're, we're, we're stepping into, ways that um, learning to, to, to recognize that it shows up and learning to keep moving beyond that um, anyway, despite the, the um, you know, the voices that might be showing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, the voices that are showing up um, are real. Yeah. And they're just voices um, right. there, but they're real and they talk pretty loudly. Right. Um, they also create, they create a sense of impatience for us as well, because I think that they think that everything needs to be happened today. Mm-hmm. And we, what we really need to focus on and what we need to settle in and is that it, nothing has to happen today. Um, it is, it is an ongoing journey, but the decisions you make today, obviously, you know, change your tomorrow. Um, so, you know, be, but so that's why it's really important to remain in the moment and just, and just listen to those and know that, that they're going to be there, but we don't necessarily have to follow that path. Right. Um, and just, and I sometimes think all it is, is just take a walk. It's, it's time to take a walk. You know, Mm -hmm. when those voices get loud, it's time to take a walk and, 
and, you know, hear, see what nature, it's like you live up in this beautiful place. Yes. And you can look out your window and see amazing, you know, wildlife just right out your window. And I think that when you can, when you, when you can see something that just flows so simple and so easy that um, it just makes us feel kind of silly that we're, are allowing all these emotions to, you know, to get us all jumbled up inside. Yeah. And, um, and really, if we just kind of go with the flow, everything has a season and a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I so agree with that. So agree with that. So did you always know you wanted to do, to be an artist in your life? It was that, you know, was that always there for you? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I really, I didn't have any big drive right out of high school. I, um, and I decided kind of a little later to go to college for interior design. So that's what I, and I put myself through school to do that. Um, the art kind of came accidentally, really. Interesting. Um, and, and it was, and I found it during, you know, some challenging times in my life too, where it was a choice to just kind of keep me centered and grounded. Um, and it was really when I put myself out there by saying, okay, I mean, I was never trained as an artist. I took a lot of art classes and people said you were really good at art, but I always thought everybody was good at art. So <laughs> it, didn't, uh, it didn't really dawn on me that, you know, that this was a talent or this was something that was expressive that I needed to, you know, to do more of. But, but it was you know, during some challenging times in your life that you actually turned to it. Definitely. Interesting. And, and it, Definitely. It was some, some challenging times in my life. And, and then even to make it more so, I mean, then I was stepping out there, you know, really, I didn't have any reason to step out there, except I just wanted to try it. So, I mean, I would just put my art and do call for entries. Things were a lot easier then. Um, You know, I could go to the local, you know, art store and go to the bulletin board before computers and, and pull off, you know, a call for entries tab and call them and take my art physically down there and they would get juried in. And, and then I started winning, winning ribbons and cash prizes. And, um, so I thought, mm, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm in this spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I started to, you know, I, I just started to take a lot of my experiences and started rolling them together. And I, and I tell young people this all the time and, and is that, you know, there is no wasted experience. Right. Never. I totally There's agree never with that. A wasted experience. It might not be your dream and it may not be exactly what you want in that moment, but if you embrace it, you will, you will tap into it later on. Right. And right. so that's where it really came from. It spun out of, again, conflict and then, um, and then just making the best of the best of things and then taking it a step further until it started, it started to show up in my life. And, and then there's, there's a sweet spot, but then it just continued to roll. Right. Right. So, so the doors, and the and it's, helps. The doors well, kept I, opening for you then. It's like, the it's like you opening. hit, you hit the, this pathway that the universe had kind of guided you to. And then the door started to open. Yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta hear a lot of no's sometimes and no's yes. don't bother me. Mm-hmm. I like no's. As a matter of fact, that's our slogan around here. Go for the no. Um, mm. you know, you, you, because it's like, that's how I am with everything, you know, I mean, even when it comes to, you know, pushing a magazine for an article or something, you know, you just never know when you're going to get into that timing slot. And so, you know, you have to, you have to constantly keep the wheels moving. And for me back then, it's like the design literally fell away. I didn't really have it any, I didn't have to exercise anymore, but I used the design in my, in every day, anytime I go to a client's house and I do an installation, anytime I'm asked to how, how high to hang something, color, line, shape, form, composition, it all falls back onto my training and design. Right. And, and without my training and design, I don't know if I'd even be as successful as my art is. Um, so that's why I say you just you just trust in the timing right. and trust that everything is there to teach you a lesson and, and it's there for a reason. Right. No, I so agree. I mean, it's like every time, I mean, I can even go back through my own career. It's like, you know, all of the years in the corporate world and the business side of things and the marketing side of things that plays into what I do on any, every single day now, 
doing what I get to do today. So it's like, it all weaves together in this magical, beautiful way in a way that, you know, the universe has had this grand plan for us. (laughs) And it it takes us down journeys that we may not really totally understand what they are at any given point. But it's, if you can start to weave that and, and get clear about what am I learning here? What's the the message to be learned? There's so much wisdom that can come up from that. Oh yeah. If you let it, if you let it happen, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing. And, And that's, that is like, to me, that is joy. That is joy. Is yeah. when you when you're experiencing that and you feel it all coming together, and you know in those moments, to me they're they're not they don't last like that. They 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 come and they give you a glimpse of everything that's come together, and now it's playing out for you, and you're thinking, yes, this is exactly where I need to be, exactly at this right time, and then it kind of like to me it just dissipates. It just is there to remind you. And then it dissipates. And then again, there, there's the work to go to the next place. Right. Um, I think people that think either you, you've written a book, um, you've done these beautiful things with um, the Extraordinary Women Conferences. Um, people probably think, oh, well, she's just got, you know, life's, life, you know, by the, by the tail, you know. And it's like, no, but it isn't like that. It's, no. it's a lot of effort and there's a lot of sacrifice. And there, there is a lot of, you know, where you start to play the different ideas. Is this the right path? Is this the right thing? And again, it's those voices that show up and there's that, that, that dance between the, the easy flowing and the, and the struggles, they come in together and it, it, it helps shape the trajectory of where you're taking things. Um, you know, the ideas that come forth, you know, and when things feel like they're a little bit sticky, if it means that you dig in a little bit more and you listen a little bit more and you learn things and you see things in a different way than you wouldn't if that, um, that harder piece wasn't there. Right. Yeah. So you're a, a, such a savvy business person. So talk to us a little bit about your success. Besides being this extraordinary artist, what do you attribute your success um, as a business person, as person who has been so successful with your artwork? Well, I think I can attribute it to a lot of great people that come into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I am a business person in training and I'm, and I'm learning hard lessons every day. Um, I think that, you know, that's one of the things I respect about you, Cammy, is that you have this corporate background. Um, you have, you have an element that, you know, you can bring to your creativity. And to me, it's like, you know, I know it feels right. I know really marketing wise, I'm pretty savvy that way. And what, mm-hmm. how to, how to carry that. Sometimes I get a little stuck because it's like, you know, I do need, I do need some, some, um, some feedback. And so having people around you that you can trust to give you that feedback is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, and having the right people that can give you that feedback. And when you don't have the right, you know, people giving you the feedback, you know, there can be some missteps. Um, so, you know, for me, it, it, I do require, you know, people being around me and a lot of people that have been working with me, you know, they've been working with me for a long, long time, um, which is great because they know exactly you know, what I want and what I expect to see. Um, Business-wise, I'm learning every day. You know, I think that I've been thrown into um, more of the, you know, kind of the left brain part of me um, a little bit more than I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I really wish that, you know, that there was, there was somebody who can kind of take all of that stuff from me a little bit so I can really focus on my creativity. But I also know myself well enough to know that, you know, I've been given this, I've been given this position for a reason. I need to learn it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to learn to balance my creativity with it. Um, so, you know, I see it as just another jumping off place. Because once you do learn something, then I think somebody else or something else comes into your life to take that over. But at least you know it. And right. going in blind and, and living blindly is no way to go through life. And you have to, you have, to have all the components. You really should know everything um, that, that to me will determine how successful you are or, or how hard it will get, you know, how more difficult it will be to, to find that success. So, um, 
So I thank you for saying that. And, um, and I really like to believe that I, that I'm moving on that path. Yeah. Well, I totally see it. And I, and I, I even just think back to, so when I started the extraordinary women connect events, we, we kicked them off in your gallery for the first mm-hmm. couple of years, which was mm-hmm. such, I mean, I love them there. That was and, <laughs> and, um, you know, that whole focus about bringing great women together with great women and meaningful conversation and story. But you were, you were really instrumental in helping me shape the format of those events. Because I remember the day that we sat down at your gallery, we, we, uh, we, were, we were brainstorming, how could we make this really special and unique? And truly, you were, your, your ideas that you brought to the table really helped shape those for, you know, even to what they are today that, that carries forward. And um, so there's that, there's that savviness that I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Well, and I thank you for that. And I think that that's what that is one of my, that is one of my strengths. And, you know, especially when there's no money, <laughs> when there's no money to do anything, I, I don't know, I get real crazy with brainstorming. I can think of all kinds of things to do that's not going to cost us tons. Right. Uh, you know, you have to get creative when you don't have, you know, when you don't have a lot of capital to do things. Um, but I think for that particular thing was that I really believed in what you were doing and I loved the idea and we had such a limited space. It wasn't just money. It was just limited space. We had, um, there was a lot of challenges, but it was, it worked in the sense that it pulled everybody together really, really nicely. Um, and I thought that going into those, um, every time you did one here, I always looked forward to it because I always learned something from other women. And I think that sometimes that what I loved, and I think I've shared this with you before, but what I loved about those is that <clears throat> these women are all very, very successful business women. They had obviously come from their job to meet that night. And you could tell that, you know, they were, they were, they walked through the door. It took everything for them to get across town, to get here, to come in, to get a glass of wine. And it, you could just see that there was, there was a level of frazzleness you know right. Even right. they were just frazzled they, this was they they blocked you know just like I was said earlier in our conversation they blocked a moment they blocked a couple hours for themselves but yet just getting across town and, and getting here and it was it was a disruption from their normal their normal regimen and their normal right. um, schedule and so you could see that when they came in they, they just didn't but they had no expectation. That right. was a great thing. They didn't have any expectation. They came through the door thinking, okay, here I am. I'm then, at another networking thing. Another networking thing. I'm going to, you know, get a cut little food. And, and at the end of the night, it was so fun to kind of pop around the tables and watch everybody talk. And you had it structured so well that it didn't, you know, get off topic. Everybody kind of stayed on topic. But how it was, it was a nice little, like, counseling session it was a nice way for women to really open up in a place where they could be free and Mm -hmm. not judged Mm -hmm. and when they realized and I was one of those women when you realize that all these women that were there that you know what we were about 40 or 50 people right all together Mm -hmm. um, when everybody realized that they weren't alone that other people were feeling the same ways and had the same ideas and the same, same thoughts that were underneath the surface that they oh, yeah. weren't sharing on a regular basis. No, nobody talks yeah. about that. Women don't talk about that. We put it all into that safe little place and, and we deal with it on our own. So for everybody to kind of like say, yeah, and then realize that somebody else was right next to them was having the same thing. And then when they moved to another table, they were finding the same thing. And then we moved to the third table, they were finding the same thing. And they walked out of there feeling, wow, you know, the connections, the connections. And they were so uplifted because they realized that they weren't alone and that there, there actually was, you know, whether or not one woman that was sitting to another woman had, had found greater success. The other woman was saying, well, then they moved through that fine and look where they are. Yeah. So it did, it did, it did map out a journey. It it mapped out a journey, not only for where somebody was, if they were, you know, in a, and somebody that wanted to progress to C. they realized that where they were was exactly the right place where they needed to be. Yeah. They weren't alone. Yeah. And I loved how they walked out. They were totally different. 
people, women, leaving that that um, evening than they were when they walked in. And it was only because of one thing. A, you gave them the permission to, to, talk, to tell their story. And that's all we're here to do anyway. Right. And B, they got to tell their story. And C, they got to feel like their story was heard. Right. Right. And those are the thing, three things. And I think in a woman's life, those are, those are the things that are hardest. Sometimes we can say something, but we don't think we're heard, whether telling our husband or sons or daughters or whatever, we're just not getting heard. And so the Extraordinary Woman um, events allowed somebody to come in and, and you really did learn. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, to me, what I really learned from, I mean, I learned from these, right. And it's, it's like what I really learned over the, the, the years of doing these is that we, that the power of connection, when we open up our hearts and share with other people, they're, you know, so often we live in these boxes of this is what we should say or shouldn't say and start to open up ourselves to to being part of our journey with other people around us, I think our world's open. I mean, it just, I love what's happened for so many people that have, that, um, you know, connect and the relationships that form and what happens after that. It's such, it's so beautiful to see part of that, that, um, that journey. And I think back to what you were saying about being a savvy business person and you were attributing it to the people around you. I think that's a lesson for all of us is that, you know, open our world to, to people around us and our world opens and, and evolves alongside or it opens and evolves for us when we're, when we're open and connected to the people about us. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I mean, yeah. um, we all, you know, we all want the same thing in life. We, you know, we want to feel happy and we want to feel fulfilled. Right. And, um, you know, unfortunately, some of us feel like that that should be equalized. And then there's some that, that others feel subsidized and they want to be helped. But then there are other others, you know, like I believe us who believe that, you know, how one person can contribute um, through, through aspiration, goals and good work. Right. And that's what I feel you do. That's what I, you do. I inspire myself. every Yes. Day. Yes. Um, is that that's really all I have. I mean, do I make mistakes? Of course. Do I have troubles and conflict? Yes, I do. But, but I believe that how I contribute through my work is, is my gift. And, and if I continue to pursue my gift, then my gift will reward me. Right. Um, and that's one of the things I feel that people um, really received in that networking opportunity, and they still do because you, you're continuing their ongoing. And I encourage anybody to, to subscribe and go. Um, it, is, it is very is very valuable and worthwhile. There are so many things. I, I wish I could remember. I was trying to recall um, one of those one of those nights where, um, and I was quickly going through, cause I have it like in my notepads mm-hmm. somewhere, but I, but I probably won't find it in our, in our conversation, but it was so wonderful because it was two women that were, that were talking and they, they basically were experiencing one had already gone through it. And one was just about ready to go through it. And they both had this, the most amazing connection just through the conversation of the table. But the look on that woman's face when, when the woman that preceded her told her the story, told her her story. And then when it came to her, she says, my gosh, that's my story. <laughs> and she says, I'm not there. I mean, I haven't passed through this place yet. I'm here, yeah. you know, cause there's all these, these different stages. And, and, I don't think she really ever even dawned on her that somebody else was going through the same thing. And they were basically in that same corporate structure. Um, and, and it was just so beautiful because she was like, and I think she felt so relieved that she wasn't alone. We had a little conversation afterwards. And I, and I just thought, wow, this is, this is the beauty of this event. And this is the beauty of what you do. And I was just thrilled to be there. I just thought, wow, I just saw something. I was kind of miraculous. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, it's, it's that I think for all of us, there's always somebody going through what we're going. If, and if we can find those people to connect with along the way, um, that's where, you know, magic unfolds. Well, I think too, sometimes we go through life and we have a lot of people that are there to counsel us and sometimes counseling or give somebody giving you the raw dirt of what's going to about ready to happen. Mm -hmm. um, It's not always so helpful, especially when you're in that spinning space. But when you, when somebody injects into that spinning space and says, Whoa, I mean, I know exactly where you're at. And I've been there, done that. I've been there, done that. Don't worry. It's all going to sort itself out. That is what you need to hear. You don't need yeah. to hear the shouldves and the wouldves and the couldves and the da 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 da, because that just it creates more anxiety. But when somebody can spin in and say, "Okay, whoa, just slow down, and breathe," <laughs> and you know, and it's gonna and it's gonna work out. Um, and here's some things you want to watch for. That to me is so much more valuable than somebody yeah. than the conference going on in your head because there's so many people telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Right. Um, right. To go to the next level. Well, my next one, if anyone is interested, is going to be on September 19th. So it's on my website if, if you want to learn more. And um, um, so go check it out. Um, before we wrap up today, Carrie, what I'd really love to hear are um, basically three pearls of wisdom that you can leave our audience today. Oh, um, well, you need to follow your dreams, mm-hmm. regardless of where those dreams will take you. No dream is ever too big. Um, you need to, here I go with the, you need to, you need to, (laughs) Um, um, but there is no dream that's ever too big. Right. Really embrace it. Right. And and totally embrace it and, and believe it. Right. Um, You know, you have to believe and, you know, and that's hard because we get, you know, we get tied up in all the things that could have, would have, should have, you should have done this. You don't have this. And, so you have to embrace it. You have to believe it and like it, and you have to live it. You have to live mm. that dream like it's already there. Um, and I really, that's one of the things I love to work on is that you, you already live like that's already going on in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's one step in front of the other. It truly is. Um, you get up every morning and you make another decision towards that dream. And so just keep moving. You keep moving totally. And uh, try to stay downstream as much as you can. It's a lot less effort. Um, But, you know, you will flip sometimes and find yourself going upstream. But once it gets too hard, go downstream. Right. And um, and just never give up. Never. Yeah. Never give up, no matter how hard. And no matter, you know, just you don't give up. You might retool a little bit. You might find, you know, hey, I, I need to downscale this or I need to kind of take it into a funnel, but never give up. Yeah. And um, those probably are my three pearls of wisdom and they're, they're nothing grand and earth shattering for sure. But, but they're ones that we need to continually tell ourselves because it's easy to get sidetracked or it's easy to give up on the dream. Um, and, I, and I think that knowing that each of us those dreams get planted on us for a reason Um, because I believe that when we have a dream, there's, there's, there's a purpose associated with it, Um, how we're supposed to ripple effect and and help in the world. And so when those dreams are planted on us, it's no, it's no accident. It isn't. And, but you have, you can't stand still. You can't be one of those dreamers that just as I dream and I don't want to walk towards that. You have to move and you have to exercise some sense of action towards yeah. the dream. I think one of the best, and I'll leave it at this, the best ex- the best advice I've ever been given, and when things get a little chaotic, it's what I have to write down for myself is to simplify, simplify, simplify. Yes. And even taking all those things, the dream, the moving forward, and the never giving up, just keeping those in, in a simple manner of thought, um, keeps you real grounded and you have to stay grounded and follow your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's great. Thank you so much, Carrie. You're so welcome. Thank you for asking me. Oh, you bet. I was honored to have you on. And can you tell our audience where they can learn more about you and your artwork? You can, we are, we are retooling also, but you can visit my website and hopefully it'll be, we'll be launching a new website 
right before this the fall, but we're carryfowl.com and um, and you can find us there. Um, also on Facebook, um, you can find me at Carrie Fowl. Um, my personal page and Carrie Fowl Art, you can like us there as well. So if you, for whatever reason, have trouble getting on the website, you'll know by those those couple others those other social networking sites when we're actually going to relaunch and and um, that's usually in time for the big October show that we do here too here in Colorado in Denver in Denver, in Denver. okay my studio okay yeah, awesome preparing for that so there that will go when 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 will that be and that is October that'll be October <laughs> be October seventh. Okay. Yeah, October 7th, Saturday, October 7th. So, you know, if, and you can even, um, uh, for more information on that, you can just info at carryfell.com and we can put you on the list for that show as well. And awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Carrie. It's been a pleasure and um, I hope to see you soon. All right. You too. Bye. Take care. I hope you liked this episode of Extraordinary Women Radio. If you did, please share this podcast with your own special tribe of women and help spread the love, the dreams, and the inspiration. Are you thinking about making the next bold move in your life? I invite you to take the Your Next Bold Move quiz at CammieGilman.com to find out how you can jumpstart a passionate and meaningful next chapter. You may also enjoy my book, Fire Dancer, Your Spiral Journey to a Life of Passion and Purpose, which is available on Amazon. In Fire Dancer, you will become intimately connected to your heart's calling and build the courage and resiliency to ignite your what's next. I'd love to hear from you on any of my social media channels. I'm on both Facebook and Twitter, and the links are available on my website. Till next time, my friend, listen to your heart, follow your dreams, and be you.